0: You are now entering the thick goddess energy morning show. Me in the building. High priestess in the building didn't let my fears kill me. Transmuted my pain and I cleansed in the rain. Found out I was worth it and I conquered my demons. I accepted my purpose and the goddess I became. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show and I'm your host, Ariana, the Quantum Energy Healer in the building. Man, it's it's good to be back on Season 2. And just coming and chopping it up with you guys. I've kind of missed my podcast, missed recording uh, the podcast as um, I took the summer off one and uh, it got a little crazy last, um, uh, last just last year. This past last year has just been crazy for me and taking on school and, and uh, other projects and just trying to... Uh, you know, elevate everything that I do. Um, and so it's been a very interesting summer. So we are back, um, um, full effect, new interviews, new content, uh, bringing you that real ass spiritual talk. Um, and today we're going to be talking about when you really awaken. Now, um, I've, I've had a couple of podcasts where we talk about spiritually awakening and, and what that feels like and what that means. And it's, and it's funny to me that where I'm at now, you know, four years down the line, because it's been over four years, um, I have my um, spiritual awakening uh, kind of in 2019. I started to get the sense of awakening in 2018. It's like I knew I needed to heal. I knew I needed to do something different. I was kind of at a low point. Um And in so many ways I was sleeping on my best friend's couch and um, for a bunch of different reasons uh, of losing my place. I didn't get evicted or anything, but I had to move uh, for reasons of letting people stay with me, my kid and her abusive boyfriend and and just shit got out of hand to where I ended up, they told me I had to leave. And it was the first time ever that I had been asked to leave an apartment, um, and that was at the end of 2017. And so in 2018 um, was a real eye opener for me that I had taken a lot of my life to take care of others to the detriment of whatever I had going on whether my, my home, whether my career, um, whatever it was, I've always put my life to the side for others. And so it became very apparent in 2017 that I had, I was continuously doing the same things. Um, these repeated patterns that, um, were always to where I would lose. I'd be the one losing at the end and have to pick myself up after, um, from the aftermath So in 2018, you know, I was sitting there like I am at my end of my 30s. Um, not where I want to be in life. I was, you know, I had a career, but I wasn't happy. Um, I had mastered being a certified medical assistant. I was, you know, training other people and training nurses that were coming in, and so I was the very best at what what I could do um, there. But I was bored. I was very bored and just in this space of what is next for me. You know, I had lived a certain life. I had done um, some things that, of course, not proud of. Some choices. Um, But I have lived. I actually have lived. I've I've traveled. I've moved to different states just to test it out and see how it went. And when it didn't go good, you know, I moved and I had no problem. I have no regrets uh, to moving in any state like right now. I just moved to Illinois and I don't like it. I'll be moving again. (laughs) Um, And I don't regret it because I don't feel like you can have those experiences without testing it out without trying it. Um, and so I think when you put yourself out there, instead of allowing yourself to, to care what people are going to think and how people are going to judge you and what they're going to say, um, you just follow where your heart is taking you. And I've always done that to some extent, but I've always allowed myself to let my friends and family, um, also be the, um, aspect of devastation. And so, in 2018 i just really started feeling the pressure of my ancestors really at the time i didn't know it was my ancestors but i kept feeling that family burden and Um, my mom was really sick at the time and it's like intuitively i knew that i was the next one to step up especially spiritually for the family and i was like i've run from this for so long but now i feel like it's in my face and i really didn't know what that meant at the time i didn't know what i was going to be doing or how i was going to be doing it damn sure wouldn't have pictured me doing tarot or mediumship or any of those things or being a spiritual advisor like i am today um But I just knew I had to start healing. Um, And I remember my niece at the time, at the end of of, uh, 2018, um, she had got her first uh, tarot cards. Actually, her and my daughter started going to a spiritual store in Orlando and she had got her first uh, tarot cards. So she was doing tarot readings on us. And I remember, I'll never forget, she did a past, present, and future. And it was three cards. And the future had me as the queen of swords. And even though I I love the Queen of Swords. I think she's brilliant and, and she's so smart and intelligent. Um, but it is the the widower. She's the she's the divorcee. You know, she's the one who's been through so much, but is a very distant person. And it hit me that I'm pushing forty and I'm still single and um, I'm not happy in my life. And I'm picking myself up um, from a very low place. And it was just like this is not how I want to live my life. This is not what I've I've seen. This is not you know, I don't want to be alone. You know, I had lived a, a big portion of my life saying, fuck men, I don't need men. Um, and I and I knew at that point um, that that came from a lot of anger. And and I didn't realize that before. You know, when you're in it, when you're in the trauma, you don't see it. You just justifying and, and saying what you think. Um, But I knew at that moment it was coming from a place of anger and I didn't know how I was going to heal. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't want to go to traditional therapy because I've tried that before. It didn't work. Um, The therapist, uh, I saw a therapist and a psychiatrist and the therapist she just handed me a Bible and at the time I didn't want to fucking hear that shit I was mad at God you know I was pissed at God at that time I was like man I don't want to fucking hear this shit and when I went to see the psychiatrist they just gave me medication which I took the medication for a little bit and it helped me for a little bit and um and then um and then when I stopped taking the medication it was like a crash so you know I was at this point of like I don't know and I just kept saying I don't know how I'm gonna do it but I know I need to heal And little by little, spirit just kept pushing me um, into 2019. Uh, I think it was February 2019 is when I finally went to the spiritual store. And the first time I stepped foot in the um, spiritual store, I was vibrating in the store. Like it was so energetically loud. I didn't even know how to explain what I was feeling. And my daughter and my niece kept looking at me and they were like, are you good? Are you good? And I was like, no. And they were like, do you want to leave? And I was like, no, because I was so interested in how I was feeling because it was so crazy. Like energy. Now I know it was it was I was feeling energy. I was hearing energy like everything was super loud for me, but it was on an energy basis. Um, and I was loving it. I was like, Whoa, What? what is this? <laughs> you know, Um, and i remember being called to um a a oracle deck a kanyan oracle deck and i bought a couple other things i bought some intention candles um and i was just like i'm gonna start there like that's where i'm gonna start and i started with the intention candles and um i started just uh, lighting those and they had an intention and i set the intention um And I think I said them three times. Uh, Even then, I think I said things three times. didn't even realize it. Um, And I just remember, like, the floodgates opening. And I remember at the same time, I was back and forth with this uh, particular guy. I didn't know he was my twin flame at the time, but... I knew that I couldn't shake him. I kept trying to shake him. Um, cause he would ghost, he would come back and I would just be like, I'm not dealing with this shit, you know? Um, but then when he would come back, it would be like this crazy intensity with his energy. It wasn't just like a booty call or anything like that. It was like this crazy intensity that I couldn't, um, pinpoint. And I remember, um, just feeling like I was losing my fucking mind basically in 2019. Right. And, um, it was like one moment uh, in early part of 2019 where I hung out with him, and when and everything was fine, we had no issues, we were cool. But when he left, I felt this immediate sense of of despair. <laughs> and I started crying and I, at the time I didn't have anybody to talk to. I didn't know who to talk to about it. I felt crazy. Um, you know, I felt stupid. Like who the fuck does that? (laughs) Like someone you're just casually seeing, you know, why are you crying over this person? Like what the fuck is going on? And I really could not pinpoint what was going on. I just felt so crazy, um, at the time. And I just could, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like I'm losing this person? And I don't even know who this, this person like that, and so, you know, I kept, um, I kept just trying to maneuver and hold my shit together basically. But in 2019, that's where I was in the point of just, um, this space of nothingness. And sometimes now we, you know, when you get into like the spiritual aspects of things, you kind of understand the void going into the void, or when you start to go into a dark night of the the soul, or you go through an ego death or an identity shift, you kind of know, uh, what those things feel like now. Um, And you kind of can can hit him head on when they're coming through because you you realize you're at a point of shedding. Um, And no matter how it happens, no matter what part of it, shadow work, whatever you want to call it, it's a point of shedding and shedding this familiar part of you that just can't be alive no more this this piece of you can't be uh this part of you has to go and it's like that part of you is dying and you shift into this this new person but the next person it's so scary because you've never been that person before (laughs) you've never stood in those shoes um so you don't know what to to think what to feel And so I remember I kept feeling like I was losing my fucking mind. I I just kept feeling like I was so fucking crazy and I was meeting the most craziest people in the spiritual, um, in the spiritual world at the at that point, I thought they were crazy. I was like, what the fuck am I walking into? And I remember in the summer, it was June and it was a full moon in Sagittarius. And I remember that I had this horrible period. It was like my whole body was purging from the womb um, all over. I couldn't stop crying. Um, I I literally was depressed. I almost contemplated checking myself into a mental hospital because I felt so bad. And it just felt like I was at this point uh, like kind of suicidal. But I was like, I know I don't want to take my life, but I was so afraid of what I was feeling because I have been suicidal in my life. I have felt those, uh, spaces before. Um, I've been in those scary spots. So I was like, damn, I might need to go check myself in. What you realize is that even as a teen, we go through these suicidal um, spaces, but it's not really that we want to go off and, 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 and take our lives. It's that you're transitioning from a space that you can no longer be in. You know, when you look at like a teenager who's going from a teenager to an, a young adult, you can't be the teenager no more. So you're shifting your identity, your ego, everything is is. Changing, And so you have to leave behind the kid version of self, just like kid to a teenager. Same thing. So we don't realize that we go through these moments in um, adulthood, regardless to if you're spiritual or not. It doesn't matter if you're spiritual or not. You're going to go through these changes and shifts. This is why people talk about midlife crisis. And it's not a midlife crisis is that you get to a certain age and you start looking at your life and you're like, what did I spend my time doing? Did I have fun? Did I see the world? Did I enjoy myself? What connections do I have? And and one of the things for me in this life, I've always lived it to the fullest in that moment because I always felt like we're not promised for tomorrow. Like I can sit here and plan for 30 years, but I don't know if I'm guaranteed those 30 years. So if it came to fucking off money or doing what I want to in the moment, I would do it because I don't know if I'm guaranteed, you know, to be here tomorrow. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's the way you should live because of course, you know, after 12, was uh, the money in the savings <laughs> Damn, I might be balling right now but I don't take back anything that I've done far as moving or any of that. So, you know, you go through these awakening processes and then you start going into the spiritual community and you start transitioning because you start breaking away from the 3d reality, right? Your conversations are different. You feel out of place. Most people that are transitioning into um, the spiritual community, first of all, um, they're not on the bandwagon of what's cool. And you know, what's a, what's a fad, but you feel different. You don't, you don't fit into society you never really have and so now you're you're kind of breaking into this place where now it's just another 3D reality this is the the other side the truths of spirituality that people don't talk about because it, it, it's just another place where you're trying to fit in. You're trying to find people that are like you so that you can be validated. And you don't understand that until you've gone through the processes of healing. Uh, and while you're in your, your spiritual journey, in the beginning, you're looking for those spaces that, that, that can make you feel like home or, or feel like you got people who understand you. And, you know, then I got into the whole twin flame, um, stuff, which I didn't even understand it, but that was a whole nother community. And it felt good you know in some of these communities whether spiritual whether ritual witchy um you know energy work healer whatever you want to call it it felt good to be in these spaces because you're like man these people get me and then you realize there's a lot of fucking bullshit (laughs) in the spiritual community there's a lot of there's a lot of groups and cliques and crews in spirituality you know and people segregate in there, and then you have your elites who think they know everything. You know the ones that are snobbish and and put their nose up to you. And you know if you say one thing, they're like, "Oh well, you're not you're not ascended enough. <laughs> you're not enlightened enough to sit at our table. <laughs> you don't meditate every day. Up, oh, you can't sit with us. So you go into this like." here we go again. (laughs) You know, I just came from the 3d reality. I didn't want to come into spirituality with this bullshit, but you understand that here we go. uh, You know, especially in the witchy world. Oh, the witchy world is one that gets on my last fucking nerves because everybody wants to tell you how to be a witch. Everybody wants to tell you how to do your craft. And everybody wants to tell you that you're doing it wrong. And, um, I found that following my gut and my intuition with rituals was always the best uh, policy for me. It's always worked out. I've never had a client complain about a ritual. I've never complained about my own rituals and what I've manifested into life. And I think that a lot of times we're, we're so busy trying to fit in that we forget to find our authentic self because that's the point of your spiritual journey. Your spiritual journey is not for everybody else. Your spiritual journey is for you and you alone. Um, You're not gonna have this BFF that you guys roll into the sunset and have your spiritual journey. Your spiritual journey is unique in itself to, to self. And I think a lot of people get lost in that because a lot of people are trying to find a home. They're trying to find a family. You know, um, spirituality is filled with a lot of outcasts to society. And um, it can get a little bit, it could get a little bit mental in uh, in uh, spirituality. Um, and I used to, to see a lot of people with a lot of different mental issues. Um, and so, you know, my first year in spirituality was one of the hardest because I, you know, thought that people were loving and kind. And I believe that people were loving light because I have a genuine heart. So I believe that other people did, too. And that just wasn't the case. Um, that wasn't the case at all. <laughs> I actually, you know, found out just how conniving and fucking horrible and money hungry people could be and. And um, people in the spiritual community could be just as fucked up as the 3D reality. You know, we're, we were sitting here coming into spirituality, especially myself coming into spirituality. Like, fuck the man, fuck the 3D reality. You know, I'm a, I'm a real, I'm a, I'm a rebel, y'all. I'm a natural rebel. I've always been in my whole life. Anything that you tell me is poverty policy. I'm gonna go against it just because you said those rules. Um, but I came into spirituality to break away from the monotony of, of society. And then you come into spirituality and it's the same shit, just a little bit different. Um, and so you start to understand that there's shitty people everywhere. Um, there are people who choose, um, to use their energy for self gain, um, for their intentions are all fucked up. There's people who, who, um, work out of ego. And so they think they're gods, And I know we walk around with the term gods and goddesses, and I still call myself a motherfucking goddess every day. But I'm humble in my energy to know that when I'm working with a client, I'm working with a team. It's not just me performing miracles. Um, I'm assisting, I'm a vessel for messages. So I'm very humble in my energy. And, um, I, I still call on the light energy, the most highest energy. Um, I don't call on low level energies. I don't do revenge work. I don't do, um, shit that harms people. I could say that I have, you know, I won't lie and say that that I have and, um because especially in my first year uh coming into being in rituals and stuff there was a lot of people who came at me in certain ways and my ego was like, "Oh, you want to fuck with me? Well, I'm gonna fuck with you." Um and I had that you I'm am gonna give you what you give me. And I had that energy of I was still matching energy. And I don't match energy anymore. Again, when you fully awaken, you start to move differently. Um and so I stopped matching people's energy. You know, I was just like, I'm not going to entertain it. I'm not going to entertain the arguments, the back and forth. I'm not going to, you know, jump on here and start bashing people and the whole, you know, you know, fighting on Facebook and shit. I, I don't do any of that. Um, I have done that in my life and it's never gotten anywhere. You know, when someone has a problem with you, they're going to have a problem with you and whatever they say, shit, let them say it. But to go into these whole wars, going back and forth and the arguing and fighting, it just, you got to ask yourself, why, why are you giving that person that much power over yourself? So when you fully awaken... Because let me tell you, when you're awakening, there's several moments of awakening. And when you keep incorporating healing, self-development, self-awareness, um, you're going to see that there's a lot of things that you need to change about you and how you show up. And so, you know, it took me my first year all into probably the beginning of 2021. The beginning of 2021 was the last time I had some issues like with with people that escalated to even through Facebook and Facebook groups that we have because I have a Facebook group um, and you have like rival groups and you have these group owners that want to fight and and want to. Um, try to s- steal members, and it's like we don't own these members. They're they're not ours to keep. Members can be members in any group. It was just crazy shit, and you just start to see that you, you're you guys are just the same fucking people from 3D reality calling yourselves spiritualists. And so you start to get tired of that. You start to get tired of that. So you start to cut off spiritual people. <laughs> just the same way you were cutting off your family and friends in, um, in the 3D reality. You start cutting motherfuckers off. You're just like, yeah, I'm done with this shit. And I noticed that a lot of people were cultish. Everything's a fucking cult. It's all hell somebody. And it's like, I'm not somebody who follows anybody. I don't mind learning from great people. Um, I don't mind learning um, techniques that will help me be a better healer, a better healer and a better guide and a better uh, ritualist. But I don't follow anybody and I don't take anybody's word as gold. So you could be a professional that's been in your career 40 years, and I'm going to love to learn from you. I'm going to take a lot in of what you say, but I'm going to incorporate that and take what best fits me. I'm not going to do everything that you do to the T because then I wouldn't be authentic to myself. And that wouldn't set me apart from anyone else. I would just be being you. Um, and I, and I realized learning, um, I've done a lot of self-learning and I've, done a lot of youtube learning you guys i've looked up a lot of the greats mediumship tarot reading um and watched how they do, did it and watched how they interpreted things even mediumship the some of the big ones teresa Caputo, john edwards um john holland um some of these big names and a lot of it i started to sit back and go well there's a lot of shit i don't agree with <laughs> because you know people we, we make it seem like these crafts are one that we're special and we're, we're, we're special than other people. And we're not, everybody has the gifts, uh, that just some of us have chosen to intensify our gifts and you use it as a profession. Um, but we all have the knack to do these things. We all have the knack to, to heal ourselves. It, it was what pushed me into quantum healing to understand how the body can heal itself, to understand how on an energy basis, we don't need medicine, those things like that. So, Again, when you fully get to this awakening, you start to disassociate with everything in the spiritual community because you're like, yeah, there's a bunch of people that ain't shit. And then, you know, on a healer side, I realized that there was a lot of people complaining, but not a lot of people who actually wanted to fix their problems. They just wanted to keep complaining. Um, A lot of people that were using tarot just to spy on other people. And that actually is not something that felt or sat right with me. So I think, you know, at the end of 2021, I had made some decisions and I had cut off a lot of of clients, a lot of people who followed me um, because I was tired of the constant, um, just very negative energy around, um, tarot and things I got more into my crystal business and kind of separated from, um, a lot of the things tarot, because I just I got tired of it. You know, you get into the, again, you get into the spirituality, um, communities, especially online, Facebook and things like that. And you start to see that people are not genuine and people are very fucking conniving and they don't do the work. And you, you know, for someone like me, who's put in the work, and I've sat and done hours. Not only have I taught myself from tarot to mediumship, to a meditation, to, um, wound healing, um, to inner child issues, uh, shadow work, um, to developing classes. You know, I developed my first tarot class and, um, and I started my first, tarot class launched January of 2020. You know, I am a fast learner. I like to master shit. Um, and then I had my first mediumship class. Um, I think it was July of 2020, you know, mediumship. And then my mediumship class turned into mediumship and spiritual development because I felt like those things came hand in hand, the way that you open and listen, you don't have to, Um, open up your senses so you can start talking to dead people but man does it help so you can understand the energies that are around you because whether you're you're conscious of it or not, you still have wanderer spirits. You still have angry spirits. You still have people that are, that are not resting. You still have your loved ones that come to you in dreams. And so when you don't understand these things, you don't know how to help them. If they're stuck, um, they're just stuck in these places. Sometimes not everybody goes to heaven. Um, despite what people believe, um, when I, when I hear a lot of mediums and they're like, Oh, they're fine. And everybody's okay. And everybody they talk to is okay. And I'm like, that's definitely not the experience that I have had had Um, I I have um, everyone kind of taps in differently but ever since I was little I saw shadow people what they call shadow people and a lot of people get very scared when they see shadow people and I was too I was scared all through my childhood I didn't understand what it was you know no one explained it to me um And it wasn't until I got into my path that I understood what that meant, seeing people who had passed on that were now these black shadows and their energy was all fucked up. I thought they were demons, shit, you know, coming around but they weren't, they were people that were just in these very sad, depressed um, states and they were stuck. Call it a purgatory. If you will, they were stuck in this energy. And I didn't understand that until I got into this path. Um, What really got me to understand that was in the beginning of my path in 2019 um, was 2019. I think it was 2020. Actually, my dad came to me and, um, He was one of the first shadows I had saw since I was a kid because I had shut that off. Well, no, I've, I've seen a couple more shadows, but he was the first... One, I seen like full body sitting in my living room kind of shit scared the fuck out of me. Um, And I thought I could just run from it. But my higher self was like, you can't run. (laughs) And I was like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) But after everything I went through and reading and looking it up, I realized that it it was my dad coming to me because he was stuck and he needed that healing and I will tell you years later he's still healing he is not out of the woods he's still his addictions still have him uh, very strongly he's still fighting those demons on the other side Um, I do what I can but I know I'm limited on what I can do for him on this side but Again, when you when you start getting to this place, you just start understanding to move differently. Um, you you really go through several ego deaths. You start letting people go. Um, it's not that you don't care. About people, You just don't care to prove yourself to people. So I, I'm never going to put myself in any situation where I need to prove my love to anybody. And this goes for family and friends. If, if someone feels I'm, I'm acting a certain way or this, that, and the third, and they're just assuming they're not talking to me. I don't do anything to fix the situation because, again, I'm not entertaining it. Um, I think when you get to a certain point, you just really move in certain ways where you're like, I'm working on me. I'm focused on me. And I love the people who love me. I love the people who support me. Um, I try to my best to support people, but I don't match energy. Um, and not to say that I'm fully healed because there's definitely layers of healing that I need to go through. But when we're talking about the awakening part, there's several steps of awakening. There's not just one awakening. You're going to go through several, several steps. You're going to go through several moments where you shed another part of you, shed another traumatic version of self. You're gonna shed another part of that ego and you're gonna keep going till you get to this point where you're like, I know what I'm worth. And I've been through a lot of things that that made me feel worthless, that made me feel shitty, that made me feel like, why am I even existing? Um, I've been through a lot of moments where I've questioned my path and my purpose and questioned why am I even here and you know, a lot of things. Um, but through it all. I can sit now and I can look and say that, um, regardless to the things that I've been through, I'm choosing to use what I know in my experience to help others. I'm choosing to take my energy and teach others and for me, that is everything. Even, um, you know, the couple years of just studying and studying everything that called to me, because I, I don't know every piece in spirituality. There's so many different avenues and so many different um, tools and sound healing. I did get into sound healing. I do have a sound bowl, I have a drum um, that I've played, um, I even have some um, maracas. Um, that I play sometimes in some of my, um, uh, meditations, um, but everything that was called to me, you know, to do, to learn. And now I've gotten to that place that I have seen so much tragedy in spirituality. I've seen so much mental health and there's a thin line between reality in delusion and a lot of people go into spirituality and they get lost in delusional thinking from people who claim to be gurus claim to be spiritual advisors claim to be tarot readers they claim to be a lot of things but there's a lot of people who don't realize uh the demons that are on their back and so you get a lot of people that are so confused, so traumatized, so all over the place, so low vibrational, um, that they're actually in the worst state that they were before they even came to spirituality. So because I've seen that has pushed me, um, to get into behavioral health and psychology. And so that is what I'm adding, um, to my practice now is what I'm working on now. Um, this past year is what I've been working on. And I have to say, you guys, I am proud of myself, a 3.0. GPA this this past uh semester is the first time ever that I have had a 3.0 uh, GPA so I had to pat myself on the motherfucking back um because it, it's it's been a trying time and so I'm um, going into next semester um ready to get it in ready to knock it out <laughs> just know that when you get to the point of what we call enlightenment right I don't think there's one stage of enlightenment. I don't think there's one awakening. I think there's stages of all of them. Do I think I'm done with awakenings? No, (laughs) because I have my petty moments. Um, I have moments when I'm irritated and mad and I don't want to talk and I don't want it when I know better. Um, I have moments when I don't want to see certain things and I refuse to look at them for the time being. So there's still levels of my path that I know that I need to go through, but you will get to certain points where you won't entertain the drama. You won't entertain the bullshit. Um, you won't put yourself down. You won't have the negative self-talk. Um, you will care about what you put in your body. You will care about what you drink. You will care about what you say. You know, there there's going to be so many levels that you'll get to and each one will break down the love for self over everything else um and then you'll just keep getting to the space where you do no harm and you don't want to do no harm now let's say tomorrow i go to the store and you know somebody trying to hurt me and my family you damn straight that i'm gonna try to defend my family and that doesn't make me a bad person it's just it is what it is out there right but for the most part, you're not going to your intentions are not to do no harm to anyone. Your intentions are not to go out there um, and and fuck up somebody's life or, you know, do them wrong. Your intentions stay very pure on wanting to truly assist and help people. But I've noticed some things in spirituality that I, I, I can't say that I'm proud of the spiritual community in a whole. I think there's a lot of problems when it comes especially to the online spiritual community there's a lot of fakes behind the keyboard pretending to be things that they're not looking um and preying on people's desperation and my biggest goal with this is to help people get to that point to really truly um to really, truly understand themselves. How, you can have somebody like me in your corner if you really, really, really confused and, and need some help to work through um, it or you really want to look at a project real quick and make sure, confirm what you're feeling. Um, but for the most part, not to be dependent on tarot, not to be dependent on anybody for messages that you open up your own gifts so that you can speak to your dead mother, your dead father, your dead sister, your dead friend, you know, and have those connections so that you know that they're here, you see the signs, You open up the channels of communication. You open up the channels of communication with your ancestors. You know, that's when you know you've awakened. You've opened up the channels. You hear them. You understand. And when I say hear them, I don't hear my ancestors just speaking in my ear. Like I don't got a bunch of voices in my ear and shit. Okay. When I say (laughs) open up the channel means that intuitively when I get a nudge to do certain things, I do it. That's them speaking to me. They speak to me through knowing because that's my strongest gift. My strongest gift is knowing shit. Don't know how I know. Don't know why I know. I just know. Um, so, you know, they people talk about the Claire, Claire, Claire audience, Claire cognizance, Claire, you know, all these Claire's. So mine is the knowing. The knowing is the most strongest one that I have. Um, so I go with that and I've worked through things to trust that what I know to be true. And if I ever get to a space where I'm confused, I have people in my corner that I can go to That's like, Hey, right now I'm not, I don't feel like I'm hearing. I don't feel like I'm getting it because sometimes we get blocked. Sometimes our energy gets, um, you know, the circuits get crossed, you know, sometimes we need to cleanse. <laughs> um, and I have a couple of people in my corner that I can go to and be like, Hey, you know what, can you just look at this for me? Can What do I need to do? Um, and i think if you allow yourself to do that and establish your proper boundaries your channels your protection um and you don't got to go all crazy you know with protection but understand that energy is energy, spirits are spirits, all of that shit exists you know, and we can coincide you know, don't give in to fear don't be walking around here looking over your shoulder afraid of fucking demons and shit because all you do is make them more powerful when you do Um, a lot of things that I've understood in this path is to stand in my power and understand um, that I have a lot of people as far as ancestors and angels around me that watch over me, that are guiding me um, and they do a hellified job from the energy that get, gets thrown my way. I get a lot of fucking shit going coming my way, but um. You know, you got to you got to take that step back and just remember how blessed you are. Um, I can tell you if if I didn't have the team that I have, I would not be uh, standing here, standing here, sitting here, talking to you guys on this podcast and being able to be a channel and be a voice um, using my platform to get the message to you guys, as well as offering and having my own practice, because. Um, you know, at 14, I had the knife to my, I had still have a scar on my wrist. I had the knife to my, to my wrist. I was gonna, I was gonna be gone. Um, but just know that, um, just know that, you know, in that moment, spirit was like, don't, you know, and, um, I felt the pain of the knife and I was like, hell (laughs) no. hell no, I ain't going out like that. It's too painful. (laughs) But, you know, I I just think that, you know, when you fully awaken, you're going to get into these spaces where, of course, you're not judging people. We all got opinions. Look. i'm I'm the most loving understanding person but i got opinions and it's not about judgment it's just having opinions there's a lot of shit that people do that i won't do you know but it's like hey to each his own do your thing you know just like there's certain things i won't perform i won't do um because i i do no harm i'm not doing blood rituals and all this other crazy shit i ain't bringing your man or your girl back to you you know i'm not forcing them back to you um So there's a lot of things that I won't do, but you know, there's other people out out there that will do it. And Hey, to each his own. I think once you get to this place, you're just looking at life. Like, you know, um, there was a time that I was in a very spiritual judgmental place. And this is another part of the, the path that you'll understand. You will get judgmental. You will start looking at other people. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm awakened. Look at those people in the 3d fucking idiots. (laughs) You'll start to look at them like idiots. You'll start to look at them like they ain't shit, you know? And then you realize that you're, you're, (laughs) you're a fucking spiritual snob. And there's, you know, you're going to go through these times when you're going to be like, damn, why am I talking down to people? And the people who don't decide to learn or, you know, go, it's just like people that don't go to school. You're like, oh, why didn't you go to college? You don't want to, you don't want to do better. You don't want to be better. You know, it's, it's, it's judgment in everywhere that you go. Um, It was it was last year that I realized that I was still very judgmental to other people, especially in the spiritual community, um, especially to other tarot readers, because I couldn't understand um, why they didn't further their knowledge in tarot. Like they were so beginner, so superficial um, readers. And I was just like, man, you've been reading for years. Why haven't you done more with this? But at the same time, you know, being judgmental and not to be overly critical. And it was something I had to learn is to, to understand that, you know, you just work on being the best version of you and everybody's going to play their part in this life. And, you know, especially in the past six months, um, spirit has given me this rude awakening of realizing how to play the game in life. And just because you're spiritual, doesn't mean that you can't play the game of life. We are still 3d Humans, Um, Yes, you're a spiritual being having this experience, but you still got a body. You're still this identity here. You can't forget the identity that's here, the body that you're living in. And so I think that that is part of truly awakening is understanding how to coexist with the spirit and the body. Um, and and having that alignment with both, but also enjoying your friends, your family, the connections that you make, real connections that you make, understanding when people do what they do. You know, I don't believe in haters no more. I tell people all the time. I used to say that all the time that, oh, that's a hater. That's a hater. Um, but I came to realize that some people are going through some shit that they just can't be happy for you in those moments. We would normally be like, oh, this person's a hater. But when you're in a shitty place, it's hard for you to fucking be happy for other people. And it made me realize how much we can be critical and judgmental to others and having to just take that step back and be like, you know what? This ain't got nothing to do with me. This is all about the person. And that takes a lot of self-awareness and a lot of shifting um, in what you what you think you know and what you believe. So, you know, when you're taking this, those steps back and you start to see like um, the those, those emotions that people call bad emotions, anger, jealousy, envy, um, hate, All of those things, uh, and we call them bad, they're actually teaching emotions. And uh, we always want to be in the good emotions all the time. But you would never know what happiness is unless you've felt sad. You would never know what... what achievement is, if you haven't failed, you would never, you would never know. You have to go through both of them to understand and truly appreciate the other. Um, you won't be humble if you haven't been knocked off your high horse, you know what I mean? So these are, these are teaching emotions. And when we have them, it's coming up for a reason. And if you take a moment when you, when someone is saying something, you're feeling a certain way towards them. If you stop and say, what is this moment teaching me? What is this person showing me right now, what can I take from this? You're going to start to change the way you work in every situation and understand that some people are just living their miserable lives and they can't help themselves. doesn't mean you need to entertain it. It doesn't mean that you need to, um, you know, give them free passes, but you can separate yourself in a way that you still send them love. Um, but you can separate yourself in a way where it doesn't escalate into something else. And when I was young, everything always escalated to an argument, a fight or or worse. And so now the point where I'm at, I, I don't have those arguments. And when people allow their emotions uh, to get the best of them, I just leave the situation. Now, sometimes we can come back from it. Sometimes we can't, depending on how disrespectful you get, because I don't do disrespect. There's a lot of things I'll, I'll forgive and forget and we can move forward. But disrespect, uh, cussing me out, Calling me out my name. I don't do that. You can't cuss me out, call me out my name and think we're going to be friends tomorrow. Um, I I cut. I say, thank you. You know, take your apology, but you'll never sit next to me again. I I feel like you got to have a sense of pride to self and you got to come to this place of knowing your worth and always understand what you bring to the table. My thing with myself is I know what I bring to the table and I know my heart space is pure. And when I leave somebody's life, they're going to feel it. And so it's not to punish no one, but it is to let you know you should have been better. You should have treated me better. And I'm not going to come back, sit, sit at the table where you can demean me again. And so I just feel like, you know, when it comes to awakening, you guys, just remember there's multiple, multiple, multiple um, levels of it. Um, don't expect to just jump. And you be holy and be Buddha and shit. I keep saying I'll, I'll never be Buddha or Jesus in this in this path because <laughs> the shit that they dealt with, my ass couldn't do it. You you couldn't see me sitting by the tree for 40 years chilling. this, this boring as hell. You damn shrink, you know, uh, nailing me to a fucking cross and I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. So. Again, I'll probably never get to a Senate master status in this life, but I am going to master myself in this life and do the very best I can to be there for others as well as make a living and be wealthy as fuck because there is nothing wrong with being wealthy in your life. You guys, there's nothing wrong with having goals and aspiring for more. Um, Learn how to play the game of life. This is the game of life. We came here to play. Um, So make sure you're getting out there, you're experiencing life, you're feeling the sun, You're feeling the water. You're feeling the, the, letting all of your senses just be in and engulf in in what we call um, life, whether it's sex, whether it's family, whether it's fun, whether it's work, whether it's learning. Um, Just allow yourself to get out there and just really experience it, you guys, because that is what it's all about. Uh, When you die away and take none of this shit with us, but the connections that we make with people and the love um, that we put out out there in this universe and so be the person who puts more love out there in the universe versus taking all right so that's what i got for you guys on um, this lovely morning hopefully you got your coffee or your tea and you were sipping it with me um, as we chit chat this morning hopefully you guys have a great day at work um and as always i'm sending you guys so much love so much light until next time bye